Welcome back, everyone, to Reverginized. This is Jay and Candace bringing you guys the unofficial fan podcast for HBO Max's and Just Like That, another Sex in the City story. So today we are going to be recapping episode nine, which is called No Strings Attached. And I do have to say that I am in love with this episode out of all the others. And I think it's only because of my guy, Steve. But before we get into all of that, I do want to talk to Jay a little bit because... I haven't seen you, Jane. Oh, I girl. You. And and I know you've been stranded in the Midwest somewhere. Don't let me get that wrong. Um, I, I got to try to remember where this shit is at on the map. No, but it's on the, you the east side. It's on the Kentucky? east side. Yes, I'm stranded in Kentucky. <laughs> I This is my second week here. Production has been crazy, but um, the weather closed up the state, apparently. Louisville, the airport in Louisville canceled their flights for actually today and tomorrow, but my flight is the next day, the day after that. So if they the weather closes those flights, I am screwed because I am supposed to take that flight back to L.A. And then I have six hours to get ready for my next flight. So I'm struggling, Candace. I'm literally struggling. Well, you look good. Oh, thank you. Uh, and this is the product of no sleep, 20 cups of co- coffee a day, a lot of running around, and probably freezing cold. Because right now it is seven degrees over here. No way, Sway. How? I thought it was cold in New York. Girl, New York ain't got nothing on Kentucky. I didn't think Kentucky got that cold. Yes, it, Kentucky gets ridiculous. And the thing here is, like, in New York, if it snows, it's livable. Like, people can function. People can do things. <laughs> Kentucky, two flares of two flakes of snow fall, and we're closing down schools. We're closing down roads. It's like we're canceling flights. It's a, it's a, it's another world here. That is crazy. If anybody can make Kentucky sound kind of appealing, I think it's you. I love it. I would never just think to pack a bag like, yo, I'm going to Kentucky. <laughs> you know, like. Well, regardless like, of the struggle. Like bears and cowboys. No. That is so, that's so mean. I don't mean that in a mean way. Oh, absolutely just, not. Absolutely not. I know. I get it. It's just Kentucky's so stranded of a state in conversation that people <laughs> hear it and they're like, well, what's there? But I do love this state. I enjoy it. I come here a lot. A lot of my work is done here, but it's just that we need to improve these weather conditions. <laughs> well, good luck. I know. I know. So what's going on in New York? Oh, wait. Forget New York, right? Let's talk about what's going on with me. Ooh. So. <laughs> I want to hear it. I scored tickets to see Bad Bunny. I don't think oh. I listening understands Your but bad bunny is one of my favorite artists of all time Aww. and it's a really funny story how i got the tickets yeah. but um i went to his very 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 first concert that he did in the united states well Puerto Rico, in new york united states yeah, yeah it is what it is even though i don't want puerto rico to be part of the united states but i digress uh, agreed that's for another time. Yeah. But so this is gonna be my second concert. I am so excited. Ooh. So I met a family member because mm-hmm. I have a very rare last name and um it's Turul. 
and it's actually a Spaniard last name. There's not a lot of us in the United States. So if anybody's listening out there, listening to this podcast, if you're a fellow Turul, T-U-R-U-L-L, feel free to find me. Um, (laughs) So I found like a cousin, Yeah. right? And, And, you know, hopefully he's not like, a Dexter, like a serial killer, whatever. But oh needless my. to say, oh, you've never met him. Never met him. Never <laughs> met him. I just did the hashtag Turul because I'm going to Spain. Yeah. And um, long story, very short. You know, we started talking, connecting. It turns out his dad is my dad's cousin, so you know, familia. Woo-woo. And so he sold me these sweet, sweet, sweet bad bunny tickets. Ooh. Not sweet, like, oh, my God, get sweet. I'm talking about it's in a suite. Yeah, in a box. You're in a box. Yes, Ooh, in the little box. I love those. For 300 Now, I need everybody to understand that I was trying to sell my boyfriend. for. I was trying to sell his whole kidney on the black market. Ah! For ah! some tickets, me and my cousin. We were like, yo, that's it. Like, you know, I'm not married yet. He hasn't proposed, right? Like, come on. So, anyways, that's what we're doing, um, and I'm so excited, guys, about these tickets. So that's how I'm doing. That's I'm how we're doing it for anymore. you. I'm excited it's for you. I mean, we're going to a Bad Bunny concert. I know he's your favorite. You've mentioned it before, and uh, that I mean, box tickets, girl. Box tickets are a box ticket. You get food, you get drinks, you get all of it. Them seats are oh my, there. You be wilding over there. You're gonna have a lot of fun. Tons of fun. Even though I have I'm to come. So back. happy. And prepare for my little nephew's birthday party. But, you know, that's Aww. neither. Um, love him well, you know him. what? A crazy enough, you brought up my bunny. Um, a few years ago, I had an incident with Mr. Bunny. And <laughs> I, oh, my God. Reg- oh, I, I, this will be the moment I regret saying this on this damn podcast. <laughs> but I was accidentally shot in one of Bad Bunny's videos. The... <laughs> This is horrible. Oh, my God. I feel like people are going to just make fun of me for this. But um, I was in a meeting with um, Calle 13 Residente and Bad Bunny at a restaurant. And they they had to step out to do something. And that something was actually their video. <laughs> so when you watch the video Bellacoso that they recorded um, in, in Puerto Rico, in, in Condado, you see a shot of me at the restaurant all pissed off because I'm just waiting for this video to be over. And it's horrible. My little brother never lets me forget it. And I want to just leave it here and bury it and never remember it again. (laughs) Jay, so what I need you to do is, one, after this podcast is over and done with, you need to run down the entire details. What did you guys think about? (laughs) What did you do? Was he with someone? Like, what does he eat? All of that. And then I need you to send me that photo. Okay, and I cannot make any promises, but it may or may not go on IG. Oh my god, I am burning my phone. I'm burning my phone with that photo. It's never gonna see the light of day. But um, what a lot of people might not know this, but um, Calle 13 and Calle 13 Residente and Bad Bunny are very charitable. They are involved in a lot, a lot of charitable organizations, and they donate and they support so many nonprofits for all causes. But, you know, that's why he's one of my favorites, because I tend to say this, like, I, I tend to say this a lot, but I feel like that's Mr. Puerto Rico, right? Yes. Like, somebody who goes so hard for Puerto Rico, anybody who goes hard for Puerto Rico, for you're forever, like, I'm indebted to you. Yeah. Like, you forever have a place in my heart. 
and I love how um, philanthropic he is. Like I love yes. everything he does. He goes very hard for his country, um, our country, and I'm yes. just here for that. I so, am here for it. I am so right. here for it. Well, thank you, Jay. Please send me that picture. Okay. And, um, you know what, Jay? I think I think we should give the people what they want. Yes. Right? I'm not sure if they want to keep on hearing me talk about Bad Bunny. <laughs> on and on. But let us know if you are here for that. Oh, yeah. But I say... Let's get into this episode. This episode is called No Strings Attached. Jay and I had some very interesting takes on this episode. I am ready to give it to you guys. What do you say, Jay? Absolutely. Let's go in it. And for those of you listening, this is going to be uh, a one take of an episode. We are recording everything all together because of our distance and time restraints. Fuck Kentucky. Um, <laughs> so we're giving it to you fresh. You're going to hear all of it right now and right here. I'm ready, Candace. I'm ready. I was born ready. All right. So this episode starts off in the staple of all of our stories, and that is brunch. The girls are at brunch, and they it is Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte. They are having all over topic conversations. They're talking about Carrie going on a date, Miranda's shelter event, Charlotte's not having her period. Candace, can you break it down for me? Before I even break it down, I just want to say, and guys listening in, please let me know if you're as confused as I am. Jay, let me know. When did we get to, like, Miranda doing a shelter? And, like, I'm all here for it. I love it. Ooh. But I feel like I missed so many things in the 18 months that passed, right? Like, where's the backstory for that, right? Because what we see when they're sitting down is, you know, um, Miranda is very excited for this work that she's doing. Um, she's doing a lot of philanthropic work with a woman's shelter. Um, and she has the whole family down to go and paint. She gets Carrie to agree to go paint. And so she's very giving, giving back to the community, giving back to women. Stuff that she really likes to do, which is why um, she was so interested in taking Dr. Naya Wallace's class. Because she did mention that a few times, like just being a voice for women, etc. But I want to know when the hell did they start doing that? Well, let me remind you when we go uh, when we go back three episodes ago, they were remember when um Dr. Nightwall has bombarded her and she said she wanted to grab coffee and it ended up being a conversation about business. This is actually Dr. Nightwall's project. It's not You're Miranda's right. project, but um, Naya wanted to collaborate with her so much that it, I think it kind of became a joint venture, and I love it. I love it for them. But yes. Too. This is uh, Nia Wallace's shelter project, and uh, Miranda is just a partner in the entire venture. I and you know, um, <clears throat> it's really nice to see her and Dr. Nia Wallace growing closer Aww. because that was like a very rocky thing in the first episode. Like yes. that was like, you know, this white woman is coming at me. How do I get low and disappear? Right? Who would have thought? <laughs> But, yes, they are sitting down at brunch. Thank God Seema's not there. Love Seema. But I, I can't have an unofficial fourth right now. I and agree. So, <laughs> they're talking. And Charlotte starts talking. First of all, Charlotte is cute. <laughs> Charlotte is just like, yeah, guys. So remember how you guys all caught menopause first? <laughs> <laughs> like, so do you remember when you were going through all of that and I was still a woman blossoming? <laughs> yeah. So um, she starts to say how she feels like she is going into menopause. 
how it's officially not here anymore. And that, um, you know, yes, so I've joined you guys, like, quote unquote, I'm officially one of you, I'm officially old, right? And I'm like, leave it to Charlotte to be so damn, um, you know, sorry, not sorry. Charlotte was on one. Carrie was talking about her dates because she's still like, you know, doing the back and forth with the little math teacher. But Peter! He is growing on me. I really Mm -hmm. like him. Me too. For for someone who has almost zero airtime and threw up, he is like growing on me so much. Yeah. I, I was such a fan to see that he was kind of like coming back. I think this is one thing that they did not rush, right? All they Agree. do is rush everything in these episodes, but I love how they're not rushing this and I look forward to seeing what happens with him. But she's basically saying how she's going to cancel on him. And, you know, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Canceling on him. <laughs> so we move over into um, Carrie's home where she gets a knock at the door and it's the neighbor, the jewelry maker. Yes, I keep forgetting her name. She's so chic. Oh, Lord. I think her name was chic too. I don't even remember. Name was chic. It was something very, very chic and slim. Like Roshonda or Shandana. (laughs) Something very, very hippieish, bohemian. I know. Right? Like I go to Joshua Tree, right? And I just like. Oh. My little wicked things and I burn sage. Yeah. Right? Um, (laughs) So. She gives Carrie, I kind of like like their little relationship. She knocks on the door. She gives Carrie a piece of jewelry, right? Um, which I think is so significant for this episode. But she gives her a piece of jewelry and she's kind of like, Carrie, do you think you can wear it? Because when Scarlett Johansson wore it, I got like all of these hits and these followers. So basically, Carrie, can you like help me out with my business, right? And Carrie is like so humble. She's so humble. She's like, I don't know how many, like, you know, I don't know how much following you're going to get, you know, paraphrasing with me posting you. But, yes, I got you. So this it was is like, Carrie Bradshaw, though. This is Carrie Bradshaw. This is Carrie Bradshaw. Yo, Carrie needs to put some respect on her name, bro. Yeah. Because in the Sex and the City series, girl, everyone knew you. You were the Glitterati. You were on page six. Yes. That tunnel. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, everyone knew who you was. She's but a socialite. Right? And then, like, you had a sex column. Yeah. You got left at the altar, bro. She was auctioned for charity. <laughs> Hello? That counts for something. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was a cute little exchange. She came to bring her some of her jewelry. So I, I thought it was really cute, you know. It, it was it was nice. I liked seeing it. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so Charlotte is at home and she's sitting down at the table with Rock and Rock is saying, mom, I don't want that bar mitzvah. Oh my goodness. I I just knew this was going to happen. So she's like, Rock, honey, practice your Torah. And she's just like, my what? Like, leave it to her to be as uncultured as she can, (laughs) as unbothered. (laughs) Uh, Like, this is completely not necessary. I just wanted to skateboard and make TikToks all day. Yeah. What do you mean by Mitzvah? What's a Torah? What is Hebrew? Right? Like, that's the kind of wave that she's on right now. And um, she's, like, bantering. Not bantering. Like, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like, she's, like, ranting very nicely, but, like, do it now. And then she gets this phone call from Anthony. Oh. I love because we immediately see Anthony in his um, 
hot fella. I think that's what it's called. Hot Girl, fella. yeah, the hot fella's uniform. I was like, this is an interesting thing for Anthony. But he would. He would do this type of shit. Yeah, but he wore it so cute. I'm like, Anthony, sure did. you are packing, bro. He was in a little <laughs> suit, and he was like, I am not paying them enough. Because I guess a bunch of them, like, I don't know what they did. I don't know if they went on leave. I don't know what happened. They called out sick. I can't even remember because he's so damn funny that I was just so enthralled by just him and the damn hot fella suit. And he's yeah. like, Charlotte, can I bring my dates? Can I? Oh, that's another thing we should mention. Like, he is dating. Like, Jay, I think you were right. I'm going to pause really quick because I remember last episode, I think you were saying that um he's just out and about. And I'm like, I think that's like his defense mechanism. Yeah, I, it I was can, in the after show. We we were talking about all these, these splits for either death or divorce or anything upcoming. And I said how I the one that really is moving on has been Anthony. He really and, and he is moving on, moving on. And he's like, listen, Charlotte, you're having dinner. Can I please bring my little whatever, right? One of his little dates. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, is he appropriate? I think that's what she said. Well, she would ask something like that. I mean, it's Anthony. But right. I was just going to say, you have to. Yeah. Like, this is the same. First of all, Anthony's not appropriate, right? (laughs) (laughs) I think Anthony is the most reckless thing that Charlotte has ever done in her life. Yeah, she needed that little shake he of a friend. He needed that. He's a little spitfire. But I yeah, agree. Agrees. And then, and then, while she's talking to Anthony, all of a sudden, all we hear is the biggest scream in the world. Yeah, I was like, something, this is, something big is about to happen. And and did it. And, you know, I'm a woman, so in high I guess it did. But then it's not. Yeah. Right? And it's Lily. It's Lily. It's Lily. Lily is screaming at the top of her lungs because, are you guys ready for this? Ooh. She's screaming at the top of her lungs because she realized that she's going to get her period while she's at the Hamptons. And now, here's my thing. Maybe I'm a little jealous and I'm a hater, but I wish I was going to the Hamptons. Are you me? Like, are, are you screaming because you're getting your period in the Hamptons? If you don't plug that up, she said, ew, mom, I'm going to the Hamptons on my period. On my period. Like, that was the end. But you know what? She's Charlotte's daughter. Oh, yeah. So that kind of drama. So much sense. It makes so like, much sense. So much sense. And that, that was so wild because Charlotte's trying to calm her down. And, and I, I love to see Charlotte trying to calm down Charlotte. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's her trying to calm down herself. Her mini Very self. much. And she's like, Lily, listen, it's okay. I know you don't care about tampons, but you're going to plug that up and you're going to use a tampon. Oh, my. And that's what we got into. We got right into. Girl, I needed you to break that down for me in the in the after show because I was like, girl, is this how moms approach the conversation? Is that how it goes? I was just, I needed you to educate me and you sure did. Can I just say that, though? I do um really, really quickly. When, um, for those who didn't get a chance to listen to after show, we had a whole conversation. Yeah, go back and listen to that. When do girls use tampons? But I will have to say that when I was going to start using a tampon and it didn't work, was not successful, it was because I too was going, it wasn't the Hamptons, it was Six Flags, okay, and it was goddamn Hurricane Harbor. And I was like, oh my goodness. Oh no. At my period. And my sister was like, so you're going to wear a tampon? I'm like, well, I don't know. 
So I feel like I feel like that kind of conversation does kind of happen almost like that. But yeah. yeah. That was interesting. Well, <laughs> Miranda and Shay are at a diner in a little date or something, I guess. Cleveland, girl. I don't want to talk Where about. Where is this? I don't want to talk about Cleveland. I don't want to. This is actually downtown, uh, near what? It's on West Thirty Something Street. But it's definitely not Cleveland. So I don't know if they're trying to make it like. But no, it's not Cleveland because she was at brunch that morning with the girls. Yeah, that's right. Oh, so but, you see, that's what kills me. There's a plot uh, hole in there. I'm like these time wars. Girl, it's like no. Plot hole number 30,406. That's it. That's it. Because I'm like, we last saw you in a rom-com. Yes. Okay. Getting in the getting in the cab to go to the plane. Yes. So I'm assuming you got on the plane and you guys had sex the entire time. Sure. And you're back in Cleveland and you're in Manhattan. Okay. When sure. were you guys tell us? Right? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm so lost as well. But they're at this diner and um, they're, you know, they're having this little cute little whatever. And Is while... While they're eating, they're approached by fans of Shay. I didn't know Shay had fans. I didn't know. Me neither. How can you possibly have fans when you're not all of that funny? But I digress, right? Um, Because Sarah Ramirez, I love you. I just got to say. Oh, yes. We we love the actors on this show. It's just we're having a little trouble digesting. No, we are. I don't know who you're writing. Agreed. Um, and while these fans are bombarding them at the diner, uh, Miranda throws it into that she is the girlfriend. Oh my God! And Shay's face—I just have to say, her face was uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Shay was like, "Who, bitch?" She was right. She was looking to her left. She looked to her right because she was surely like, "Not I." Like, yeah. who do you think she's referring to? Yeah. But she kept it going. She was engaging with her fans, and I loved it because her fans were like, "Yeah, did you know you um." We have a friend in common. You slept with so-and-so when you were, like, in Buffalo. Oh, yeah, and you slept with so-and-so when you was in Kentucky. I'm paraphrasing. I know. You slept in so-and-so, and then Miranda's face was like, oh, damn, she's such a whore. But she didn't say anything, you know? Like, Girl, she was they went through every state out there in alphabetical order, and she had slept with somebody in the state. I thought it was so interesting. I'm like, first of all, and I'm not, and it's nothing on Shay, nothing on Miranda. I'm like, how are you just approaching two people and just going through the damn body count? Like, how Correct. are you sure? You don't know what they're doing. You don't know what they're talking about. Just keep it to yourself. Correct. Men and women, like, it was like, Shay, you slammed everybody, all kinds Girl. of genders, all, all all kind of everything. And in, and in my head, I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, thank God her and Miranda weren't having a hard conversation. I know, because right? Been, like, done. Yeah, that would have been something else. Um, We cut over to Carrie and Seema at the line to enter a club. And yeah. uh, I didn't know they had to make lines for the club. I thought this was Carrie Bradshaw. What happened? That's what I'm saying. Like, Carrie Bradshaw, the glitterati, page six, come on. Hey. So, apparently in this generation. This is what the 50s do to you? Huh? This is what the 50s do to them. But you want to know something, too? I'm starting to think to myself. When Carrie was running around and she was in the star um, with the column in the star of Sex in the City and all of that, like some of these people attending the club weren't even born. Oh, that's a good point. Yo, Jay, we're not old, and so. <laughs> <laughs> 
that, that hurt. That hurt so much. I'm sorry, but I'm like, I'm thinking Ouch. to myself, they have zero clue who this person is, mm. and it shows because, you know, um, her and Simo, Simo was like, I don't think I've ever had to wait in line this long. They were talking about something like that. Yeah. And Seema attempts to bribe the bouncer. Girl with a twenty dollar with a twenty dollar bill. Uh, well, first of all, you know you want to know something that that is offensive. It is offensive. Don't, don't bribe me at the door with a twenty. I know. Not the twenty dollar bill. I'm sorry. No. Um, and so. But I thought it was really cute. I just want to point out really quick, before they did that, Carrie was sticking true to her promise, and she had Seema take a picture for the gram because she was going to show off the little ring. Oh. Um, gave her, and again, I'm, I, I want to highlight the ring because I think it's so symbolic in this episode. Okay. You know, the finger and the ring. Yeah. We'll get into that later. But, um, you know, they have no luck. And so they do get canceled at the door. Yeah. Like, the guy was like, Bro, this is so offensive. Yeah, it was. This, it was. It was cringy to watch. I felt like you. The thing is, this is New York City, and in New York City, for those of you out there who know, I've worked in, in marketing and advertisement in New York City for long enough. Clubs, especially the especially the gold list clubs, they have PR lists. PR lists are the lists in the club that when someone with a name that we all know comes in, you let that person in. You and cut. I feel like Carrie is one of those people. But see, it's kind of like this. See, I don't know. Because remember, Carrie was like a nightlife kind of girl. But to her era, or eras, I should say, this is 2022. I don't even think Carrie knew what this club was. Oh. Because I have to say, I think if this was a club that Carrie... All right, I'm just going to go out and say it. If Samantha was oh. here... I... They would have cut that damn line. Oh, and for sure. Without a doubt, people would have had to move to the side. That's it. And they would have known who they were. Absolutely. But and, and I feel like that's where a lot of Carrie's connections also came from, too, right? Like, you got Miss Samantha Jones, public relations expert. I'm talking about the top and the best of the best. And so I think this was more of a SEMA thing. Carrie did not know this club. She didn't know the name of this club. She didn't even know where it was. And I think um, because of that, you know, that's one of the reasons. Because I, I, I still want to, I still want to say that Carrie might have some juice, right? Maybe she still has a little bit of sauce to her. Sure. That if, it's a, if it's a spot she knows, she'll yeah. cut the line, but not this part. Well, interestingly enough, they move over to a next spot to this this restaurant. And speaking of Sima, <laughs> it's her birthday. <laughs> Wait, did you just say they move on to the next spot? Well, <laughs> yeah, because it's like that's- they were like. They were like, well, we can't get in this shit. We can't get in this, so we're going to go to a restaurant. Literally. That's, Literally. The, that's the train of thought. That, <laughs> yes, it was her birthday, and it was cute. They got a nice little cake, and um, I love that she didn't want to make a big deal out of it. She was just like, you know, I, I, wanted it to, I wanted to go dancing because it was my birthday. And Carrie's like, oh, my God, it's your birthday? I had no idea. And um, she's like, I don't want to make a big deal. And so they end up at this little restaurant. Where they're sharing a piece of cake, and um, mm-hmm. I thought it was really cute. Yeah, it was a little cute exchange. You know, she was like, "I don't want to make a fuss out of this." So it, I, I liked seeing it. You know, it was like a little watered down SEMA situation. But that was very true to Sex in the City because even in the regular show, they had so many watered down birthdays. Yeah. When he went a bust. Yeah. 
Right. It was like a little detail situation of a birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, so um, Charlotte is hosting this. Uh, what is it? Dinner. Yes. Okay. So this was the dinner that Anthony was saying, "Hey, can I bring my hot guy?" Oh Lord. And you know this. I love this. This was a first date dinner. Yeah, with Justin. So this is the first date, and so. I love it because Charlotte has on her mom, her wife, her host hat, right? She's being a mom to Lily. She's like, Lily, listen here. This is how you put a tampon. And while she's <laughs> give it to Lily, like the play-by-play, she's like, Harry, please make sure you check on the holla. Take it out in 10 minutes, Harry. Not five, not 11, 10, right? Yeah. Like, okay, Rock is doing whatever they're doing because Rock is Rock and we love them. We love them. And um, so she's doing all of these things while she's waiting for Anthony to come. Mm-hmm. Lily had to do everything. And in the midst of working with Lily, Harry lets the holla burn. Anthony comes in with his dates, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This is so cute. Is this this is a Jewish dinner? Girl. That Oh, my God. The best part. You're like, this is a Jewish dinner? And here goes Harry, like, yeah, welcome. Yeah, it's a Jewish dinner. And he was like, you know, the Holocaust was a hoax, right? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is this Justin asshole? Like, what's going on here? Like, really? That's your fi- that's your final answer? Okay. But the best part about You know it- what? I was gonna I was about to make a Whoopi Goldberg joke, but I'm not gonna make it. Oh my God. No, oh my no, God. just move on. Just move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, so as soon as he said that, Anthony was like, get out, like so <laughs> loud. It was the best. Oh my God. It was so unexpected. The way he screamed at him, and I was like, even Harry. Rightfully was so, so, girl. Rightfully, rightfully so. so. Like, yo, Anthony, you are a ride or die. That mm-hmm. zero Jewish jokes will be tolerated. Yeah. Not in my best friend's house with her Jewish family. And so um, I thought it was so cute because. I, I, everything just everything was a bust. Yeah. I got the tampon in her vagina. Uh, I'm not sure. Harry definitely didn't get the holla out in time. Rock <laughs> was still doing what they were doing. Anthony did not get to go on his first date, and you know. And the food the came book. out nasty because according if if you leave it up to their faces, they, they it said everything. It said everything, and I felt like hashtag. Welcome to the Golden Blocks. Like. <laughs> well, Carrie is at home in her closet. Um, and this, uh, this is, this was a cool little thing to see. Um, she takes off her ring, mm-hmm. right? And what happens over here? So she's taking off her ring. She's getting the- ready to go on this date with Peter. Yes. But as she's so symbolic, as she's taking off her ring, she sees Biggs and then she just decides to put his ring on, which oh. to me symbolizes I can't go on this day, right? Like, I'm not ready to go on this day. This, yeah. this, and so it was, it was very much symbolic. And, and my thing though is, Carrie, that ring is so huge, girl. Like, where are you going with that ring? Well, with that ring on, she went over to meet up with Peter. She and did, she sure but, met up with Peter. But I meant in general, like, that's a huge ass ring. But, you know, like I said before in the beginning, this is a character that's definitely growing on me. Um, she went to meet up with Peter. 
And as soon as he gets out the car, he's like, you know, one thing about being a school teacher is that you always know when somebody's going to give you like bad news. Like I've been a school teacher for so long. I know when my students are about to tell me something I don't want to hear. You yeah, he sensed it. On your face. What is it? But Jay, I remember me and you speaking and we both said that we really appreciated this cancellation scene, right? Like she showed up in person. Oh yeah. I absolutely have so much respect for both of them because the fact that he was able to see it and have the respect that he had for it and the the understanding and the fact that she had the reverence um, to handle it the way that she did, I felt like, yes, I was all there for it. Yeah, you know, it honestly, I, you know, it wasn't your typical letdown. It was literally, I put on his ring, and I, I don't know how I felt after that. I'm just, I'm, I'm a broken person. Yeah, like just so not ready. And I loved, and this is why I think that these two have some chemistry, right? Yes. Or this is the first time I see chemistry between them, by the way. Yes, I, of course, because even though they stumbled out the restaurant laughing. You know, God forbid the writers let yeah. us see anything that happened there. True. But um, as soon as... Oh, you know what just hit me? Maybe, what? maybe what happened that first time with, with the puke was he was supposed to be a one shot. And then because they had to cut those scenes we're not going to talk about, they right. had to bring somebody back. No, no, no. Because, you know, no, no. He was always. You want to know why? Because before all of this happened that we're not going to talk about, I remember seeing pictures of her and him with a different outfit on. So I can't even tell you what she's going to wear tomorrow because, you know, I'm a talker for this show. You got the 411. um, And and, and I'm not going to say it here because this episode won't release till later, so I'm not going to spoil it. Yes. But, But just know it's a but. But, and I'm smiling. (laughs) But I loved it because when she when she told him, you know, it's not that I don't want to, right? Like, I can't. He takes out his cell phone and he's like, I still have her last um, voicemail that I replay over and over. So it was such Aww. a cute moment. It was a cute moment. Um, yeah. And it was a very grown up way to let someone know that you're not ready. Yeah. Um, and speaking of not being ready, Miranda shows up at Che's house. Shay's place. Oh. And uh, was she invited? What, 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 no. Was she well, remember, she's living in a rom-com. And in <laughs> rom-com, you show That's what, what, what happens. A proposal yeah. and flowers, right? Like, that's what you do. No, she definitely was not invited. And you can tell because Shay was like, oh, I'm sorry. Did we have an appointment and I spaced? Which the- I had a problem with because neither of them handled this correctly correct because let me tell you something you only need to make me feel unwanted once that is it as soon as you would have said did we have an appointment oh you know what you are so right we didn't cookies drop that right there turn around and you'd never have to worry about hearing from me again ever you told me once i don't need to hear it twice because let me tell you something you're not gonna be in my sacred vagina every single week, okay, giving me some kind of like sex or pleasure or whatever the case may be, and then have the audacity. And again, Jay, when I get pissed off, this is when the audacity comes out, not audacity, the audacity. Ugh. 
You are not going to be in my vagina giving me all this kind of love and pleasure. Mm-hmm. And then, did we have plans? Okay, yeah. say less. Say less. Yeah, it was like, it was like, did you book, did we book something? What was that? What'd you say? say that again. No, she was, no, she was just saying, did you, um, did you, did we have plans? And I'm like, listen, I would have dropped her cookies there and I would have stepped on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt the same way. I, the moment that she said, uh, do we have plans? I was like, okay, then then that's, that's it. No more plans. But what I had a problem with was the fact that, um, Shay seemed bothered that uh, Miranda showed up. I felt like there might have been somebody in Shay's place, but then it was clear that there wasn't. But then there was this awkward um, thing about she should have called, but then they threw in things like we're not dating and and we're getting to know. And it was like, wait a minute. First, Shay was bothered that she was there. Then Miranda decides to leave and Shay's like, don't leave. And then it's like, well, we're supposed to get to know each other. And there's like, no, 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 but I want you here. And it's like, wait, you guys are all over the place with this one. Do you want her here? Do you not want her here? What is going on? So it, I, at that point, I was just over it. it. It was too all over. And then I almost think it's worse in a way for me that there wasn't nobody there because you are that bothered and you're not even being caught in anything. Right? Like, you're so pressed about this because your girlfriend showed up unannounced. It's not even like you have anybody in there. True. Like, you're really bothered by you her You could presence. have at least pretended. You could have at least acted like you were surprised and pleasantly surprised. But you know what? Shay, which she does go on to say, and she did say before, I can't give you anything traditional. Right? She's like, but... But that's also disappointing because you set us up for this. I can't give you anything traditional. I can't give you anything. You're upset. You don't have anybody in there, though. And then you guys just kumbaya and you're back to. It was like, a lot of variables that were I just yeah. could not follow. And, and yeah, it just threw me off. But uh, it, that was that. And I just wanted to close the chapter on that part because it was just ridiculous. Um, and the montage of this episode starts, and it's a, I love this, this, um, compilation of a story with the shelter. Everyone is here. And we start off with, uh, Seema and Carrie arriving at the shelter event, uh, for Miranda and Naya, Naya to paint. And oh my God, Carrie is wearing these cute overalls. She is so ready. While Seema is like, I am dressing up, honey. I'm going to support. I'll throw my money at it, but I'm not painting. That is my girl. You see, so Seema is exactly what Carrie was trying to do, right? Because in the beginning, when they're at brunch, um, Carrie's like, can I just write a check? And Miranda's like, you cannot be that white woman. You just can't. And so here goes Seema, like, wait, why can't you just write a check? <laughs> yeah, I felt like Miranda would have taken that from anybody, but she was like, you're not, you are not going to be that. Yeah. yeah. And so it just goes to show you, like, the similarities between Seema and um, Carrie, and so they arrive, and Seema's like, listen, this is very <laughs> cute of you to do, right? But it's a no for me. I'm going to write my check. Sorry, not sorry. And she even yeah. said it to Miranda. Yeah. And she left, and then here comes Charlotte, LTW, my girl, okay? And um, I forgot, who, yes, the whole Wexleys. Yeah. In style with the kids, the Golden Blacks, the Wexleys, and a huge decked out limo. Yeah. And if that wasn't enough, all right, LTW is rocking an outfit that has pockets 
for like her essentials. She has a brush <laughs> in one pocket. Like this, th- this woman is just like my spirit animal. With her entire camera crew and everything. But but don't forget, she booked up a, a, a van and they rebooked for the limo. So I guess we yes. can excuse her on you're that right, one. Right. But you know who did show up before them, Candace? Steve. Steve showed up to the event oh, and all of the applause go to him. All of the kudos to him. He showed up to an event that he would have been well excused not to show up, girl. And the fact that he did show up makes me love him 10 times more. And I am here for Steve. So now we have Seema, Candace, Steve, the Wexleys, Charlotte, Miranda. Everybody is here. And during this whole shelter situation, which I love that everybody was working me into too. it, um, a few things go wrong. And I guess Naya loses her catering for the event. And here comes LTW to save the day. My girl, she was like, and you know, I think, I think um, Naya was joking because she was like, anything else I can do? She was like, yeah, you know, they catered, like the lunch crew catered or whatever. Can you like, can anybody find somebody who can cater? LTW was honest. She was like, yeah, let me call a few people. Yeah, Lisa said challenge accepted. She was, right. She came to play. And long story short, she definitely got a crew out there. I think she got like a whole taco truck. (laughs) Yeah, no, she got a a lineup of trucks, a food truck. She she was not playing. And um, if we could just backtrack to Steve a little bit. I loved it Uh because they did say that, um, you know, I think Carrie was like, oh, wow. That's beautiful, Steve, to come. And, you know, Miranda was like, well, this was always a family thing before I even brought up, like, the conversation of divorce. And he decided so, he was not going to cancel those plans. He was not. And, you know, I loved seeing him with Brady because when we see him walking in, he's coming in with Brady. And I, yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, and- I thought it was really, really cute, too. Um, so, Speaking of cute, uh, Andre and uh, Herbert have this. Um, exchange of I don't know what was going on there but Herbert was with his kids and Andre was giving this look as to like like not reminiscence but like sort of like I'm gonna say a healthy envy it was sort of this feeling of jealousy as to like oh you know what I want to I want to be in that image you know what he was seeing Herbert's parenting and he just wanted it yeah because I mean sorry not sorry um, I think something is really going on with the Wallaces. Ooh. And I, you know, after this episode, well, before I even get into that, yes, he saw something he really wanted. Yeah. His goal right now in life is to be a father. Mm-hmm. And it was so evident and it was beautiful. And I thought that um the cinematography, everything was great. Yeah. Um, in this part, like they really focused in on um the Wexleys with their kids, like Herbert, just teaching them how to paint. And, you know, we cut to him and he's just so like, you know, amazed. Like you can yeah. tell he wants to carry that on. There was an admiration to the the father, the, the fathering. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny because, um, you know, and it wasn't for show. Like that's who Herbert really is with his yeah. kids. And I think, you know, when, Naya comes in and she's talking to Andre, you know, um, they they start bickering just a little bit. Yeah. Right? This That's is so 
wants he's missing yeah this and, and we're gonna get to that as well because that was an interesting exchange um but at, during this time i think we started wondering where the hell is Seema throughout this and we cut over to her and this bitch is sitting outside smoking a cigarette just <laughs> minding her all entire business aside from what's going on inside and she is <laughs> approached by this man in a convertible Yes. Oh, my goodness. I have a fun fact for you guys. So, you know, I know the guy who approaches her in the convertible was actually in season six of Sex in the City. What? He was the Prada guy from when Carrie bought Burger, the fabulous Prada shirt. And he was the essay at Prada. And he was um, Charlotte's date. For Smith's opening. He would be. He fucking yeah. would be. They're just recycling these They're people. They're just recycling everyone. Yeah, they it's said, all... fuck it. If you at some point were in the camera for Sex and the City, just come back. We got you. Just come back. We got and a you know, job for you. Come back. Yeah. And so now he's just playing some new guy, right? And he um, owns the club, not just the new does. guy. He owns the club next door. He does. And he's like, he pulls up on his fancy car and he's like, um, so. Who's blocking my stuff? Why are they blocking it? What's going on? <laughs> right? Like, do you not know who I am? No, we don't. Yeah. Right? And I love Seema. Bad bitch moment. Oh, yeah. Seema's there with her cancer stick. Yeah. And she's just like, no F's given. She was like, oh, I don't know. Who are you? Oh, yeah. Like, who are you? And um, they were just going back and forth. She's such like a beautiful like princess jasmine yeah. and they're going back and forth and um there was like a little bit of flirting there oh like, absolutely flirting absolutely the in the bakery there was there in in this like a aggress in this hostile it was like a hostile type of flirting but i loved it and of course naturally after we cut off from sema we go over to Carrie and Carrie is painting yeah. in the room, and on the other side of the room is Steve. If it's- this was not the most beautiful writing, yes, I've ever seen. So Carrie and Steve are painting Jane, and um, Steve just seizes the moment. He's just like, you know, this is a restaurant. I'm gonna go in and take the plunge. He's like, so how long have you known about you know Miranda and Shay? And you can see Carrie sympathizing for Steve, but at the same time trying to be, like, as least involved as she can As much of a ride or die as she could be to her friend, but... But, right, and I love this about Carrie, because at the same time, we tend to forget, like, yes, our homegirls are a ride or die, they're our best friends, but we've also developed friendships with their husbands, right? Like, we've been through ups and downs with them, and so she was she was definitely remaining loyal, but sympathizing. And um, she was a little uncomfortable with the conversation at first. And then I remember at one point, she steps in the paint. Yeah. That's how far like the conversation is going. She, like she was a little nervous about being in the situation. So nervous. But it, th- I feel like that that kind of set the mood. Like I feel like that yeah. that like oh fuck this happened and then it moved it, it kind of sped up the rhythm to like kind of yeah and you know as she steps in that it's so cute she's like a little buddy she's like hop hop hopping to the bathroom because she's like oh my goodness like saved by the paint i gotta go wash my shoe and um we see her you know washing her shoe off right and i thought that was so symbolic because 
of what ends up happening next. Ooh. Right? And so I thought, um, you know, she's washing her shoe and Steve comes in and he's like, oh my God, so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to like, you know, startle you or anything like that. And he was so apologetic. He was so apologetic. And I feel like she was trying to be at the same level with him. But but of course, that we understood the situation. And as she's taking care of all this in the sink, Candace, yes. the ring. The ring fell off. And um, but come on, Jane. Big's Big's finger, one finger is like three of them. <laughs> like I and, and and we forgot to mention this to you guys earlier, but when we said she put on the ring, you weren't lying. She put on the ring and she like band-aid it to yeah. her skin. Yeah. Okay. Come on, Carrie. And so rookie mistake. So as she's washing her shoe, her ring falls down the drain and she is Aww. so distraught. Like she is visibly distraught. And we were distraught with her, right? Yeah. Because we were like, oh my God, holy I smoke. felt it. I felt it. I felt it. And um and she, she calls over, she actually calls over to Steve. She did. She's and like, I, I oh no, and she yells out to Steve for help. Yes, I loved it. Like, that was such a beautiful moment. Like, Steve was her person. She was like, oh my God, Steve, like, distraught. Like, can you help me? Can you help me? And Steve, being the mythical, magical unicorn that he is, he was like, it's okay. I think it's, like, in the drain. He's saying, like, all of these things to her that she doesn't comprehend. Yeah, like, oh, I God, didn't I comprehend. I didn't get it. Me neither. She's like, I don't know what that means. Can you just please let me know if it's safe, right? Yeah. And so she so was like, I think I can save it for you. But I just loved how she was like, Steve, can you help me? Like she was Yeah, she was very much in distress. She was very much yes. in distress. Yes, but just that reassure like it, it was something about Steve that comforted her as well. Yeah, you know. Agreed, agreed, and and, and I love seeing that and and how it progressed into what it becomes later. But um, I I don't know. I I I did feel for this because it did show me that uh, that no matter what Carrie does have that soft spot for Steve. Um, and in. If this we got this one hurricane going on, and then we go to a storm. Um, Kenneth, Lily's tampon string is a loss. It's gone. She is panicking. And for some reason, Charlotte's just like, girl, get a grip. Lily is being such a little bee. Like, she's working <laughs> my nerve. <laughs> Lily was the Louisa of this episode. Yeah, yes, yes. You said it perfectly. She was the, oh my God, even when you said Louisa, like, my chest just got a little tight. Like, yeah, palpitations. Patrick's for me. <laughs> when you say Louisa, like, I'm just in disgust right now. I don't know if you can see it. Because that little girl just, she makes me so irate. Oh, but, no. Um, yes. So Lily is going crazy because she's like, Mom, I can't find the tampon string. Oh and God. for every woman out there, Jay, I'm sorry that you have to hear this but that's a very true thing girl girl and for those of you i'm just gonna say this right now for those of you who want to hear my only tampon story of my life you need to go back to the after show go to this episode's after show and that's the only place you will ever hear this story i will never say it again it's a one in a lifetime opportunity that was my once and last experience with a tampon Yes, and you want to know something to everyone listening in? Please go listen to it because it was the funniest <laughs> story ever. Like, and it, can, it honestly can never be repeated. It just can't. Yeah, it, I can, I'll you, never. You have, you, you have to have been there. And so, um, 
you know, she's still being a little tyrant. Yeah. Right? But she, she found the string, I guess. Did she? I, I don't know if she did, but Charlotte was like, Lily, listen to me. I don't have time to deal with your shit right now. Yep. You need to look in your butt crack. Okay, look all in your throat, look all in that vagina, honey, because yeah. I promise you, it's not lost in the abyss of your vagina. And yeah. she's like, go back to painting and being a good Samaritan and being the charitable person that I am. And You're- I love that she did that. I love that she did that because she was like, very much, I'm not dealing with this shit. And while all of this is happening over here at by the porta potties, um, yes. we go over to see how Lisa actually saved the day and her food truck started arriving we start yes. seeing the, the product of um her connections basically because this was she got them that quick she was like i'm gonna fix this and i'm gonna fix this in a big way and i'm gonna show you how i do this she might dropped in that event she really did and you know what she might dropped in the most beautiful way it was humble it was oh, yeah. humble Right? So, yeah. I loved it. It was cool. It was cool. But even cooler than that, it was the scene that uh, we talked about it a little bit before, but it's the Wallaces. And they are finally having the kids' conversation. Jay, did I call it or did I not? You sure as hell did before I think anybody else could even see it. I told you my spidey senses, right? Especially when she almost ran over that toddler. Like, I just knew her maternal instincts were just not there right now. And so um, so they're painting, and poor Andre. Andre's like, I want to be a dad. You know, he's like just being so honest and open and raw. And, you know, Naya makes this little reference to the Wexleys. Um, I forgot exactly what she says. It was about them and their financial status, how how he, 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 she doesn't think that they're rough, like like having to, like, you know, handle things how they would have to handle. But even after, even after she made another, like after Andre leaves, like the the point of it is she's not on the same page. No, she's not a hundred there. She's not a hundred percent there. And her whole thing is, you know, it's been me and you forever. We're too selfish, right? Like we, we, we've always just been us. Um, this can work just being us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, she and then yesterday she mentions the whole like they're well off, you know, basically you do music and I'm a lawyer. But in a way, I thought that was very insensitive, if I might say, because I, I agree people with way less interesting or established careers mm-hmm. and they make it work. Right. Yeah. So it's that kind of comment w- with the seriousness behind it, because mm-hmm. she meant what she said. Oh, yeah. That wonder and made me like like solidify to me she's not ready to be a mom yeah like, and i feel like why? as sad as it was to see her having to communicate this to him it's how beautiful i thought it was that the conversation actually did happen because we have seen the waddle around the topic for a while now and the fact that she was she she said well no 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 i need to let this out because his his feelings for it intensified she he, he was he was seeing the this father having the opportunity to be a father to these kids and it was a feeling that it was in him and i feel like he he was feeling it he knew that he wanted kids but 
seeing it in front of him, I feel like kind of sparked something inside of him where he was like, no, 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 no. I don't just want this. I need this. And when he said the words, I want one to her, when he said, I want one, it was definitive. It was final. Yes. It was, this is what I am going to do in my life. Yes. And, and having her react in the way that she's just not there was so heartbreaking to see him have to hear that. Yes, it, but we're gonna was, see. But we're gonna see where 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 it goes and how they handle it, right? Yeah, it, it was heartbreaking to watch, and I believe, like you know, he left, like he not stormed out, but you know, he he left. He was a little yeah, and, and 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 he had the right to. I feel he at did that yeah every right, and it's the way she dismisses it, right? Because when she's talking to Miranda, and I love Miranda because Miranda was trying to like paint while pretending she did not just hear <laughs> the entire fiasco yeah um and she was like yeah but with i don't know if she said the huxtables right she said something like yeah but with like this fiasco over here of mm-hmm. course he's thinking about babies and yeah. she was referring to the wetsley yeah but she made like some kind of like i think it was like a bill cosby reference okay. like you know like the goody two-shoe family yeah and, and i'm just like naya you have to sympathize, though. Absolutely. Right? Like, the same way you want him to see where you're coming from, because she meant it. Like, it's been us. It's always been us. We're good. We're enough. Is the same way you also need to hear him when he says, I'm not enough. Like, yeah. we're not enough. And, and I don't think, uh, here's the thing. By no way are we saying, have a baby for him. Because I, right. I, I we right. would never entertain the thought of ha- someone having a baby for someone else. It's it's right. not a responsibility. It's a life. So I, I think it's more of, well, we'll have a conversation as to a compromise. And and there, there will always be a compromise when two people want to become, to, to be in yeah. the same space together. So I think it, I think they will get to that at some point it's just they're having these rough conversations before that happens and um with with i i I felt like it was necessary to watch this but in watching this um we cut over back to charlotte outside and the chaos from dealing with um lily i think rewind her rewinded her um biological clock because she actually has not gotten her last period she's getting it right now and Lily had her so distraught <laughs> that she didn't even realize. And when she walked away, she had blood on the back of her pants. And Lily's like, mom, mom. And Charlotte's like, not now. Like, not now. And then she walks <laughs> over to the truck where they're eating. And she's like, Lily's driving me crazy. And she's like, I just don't understand. She has her period. She's going a mile a minute. And as she turns around, her good friends. Aww. Her- Gary and Miranda, they're like, um, Charlotte, Charlotte, you need to calm down, stop. And Charlotte's like, like, oh, and Miranda's like, here, can you just wrap my sweater? Like, here, wrap my sweater around. Yeah. Like, put the sweater around your waist. Yeah. And she had no idea what was happening. And it's because, Mama, you have the biggest blood stain mm-hmm. on the back of your ass right now for all of the world to see. Yeah. Every <laughs> I guess she's going to be even more bunty about, she's going to be even more in their faces about, well, I actually, I didn't join you guys then. You know, I, right, I, I'm I still so in my period. So that would have been cute. That would have been cute to hear herself comment like that. But um, um, wrapped, wrapped that up because I do want to get back to what, what the core of this whole entire situation. We're going to get back to Steve and Carrie because... Yeah. 
they have um they have settled the chaos in that room and now they are face to face. Um yeah. they are sitting in front of each other and they are they're going to have this conversation. Yes, and you know what? I think Carrie is less nervous about it now because this guy just helped you find your ring, right? Like I think he's she's much less nervous and they start talking about Miranda and Shay. And um, I think it was a good conversation for Carrie because Carrie's been wearing Rig- Big's ring until it fell off. And it's so symbolic that they're both holding on to something. Steve is holding on to Miranda and uh, Carrie's holding on to Big. And um, this is when it got really emotional for all the viewers yes. because, you know, at some point, um, Steve is letting Carrie know no matter what happens with Miranda, right? No matter who she's dating, no matter where she is in life, I'm always going to be there for her. And this wedding ring is never coming off my finger. And the reason I thought it was so symbolic is because Carrie's also wearing a ring that she did not want to come off her finger. Yeah, She's- and and I, and I feel there was an equivalency here in the conversation because I think uh, Carrie knew, but I think she came to terms with the fact that this is a little more final. I'm in a place where I cannot make the decision to um to but I cannot make the decision to you know, either choose to move on or not. I, I, the decision has already been made, and I feel like she, even though she knew, she kind of came to terms with the fact that, okay, well, I'm having this conversation with Steve, but I feel like, and this is, this is in just my opinion, I feel like she was also talking to herself at that point because she was telling him how, how in a way he deserves to find something that will be for him. Don't you want someone who wants back? Don't want you. And, and, and I feel like she was, it was something that she was trying to like record in her head as well, because I don't think, I think that even though she knew this was final, she had not come to terms with the fact that, Oh shit. Yeah. These decisions I also have to make. And right. for Steve to be in such a place where I, yes, Miranda's alive. Yes, Miranda doesn't doesn't want me right now. But yes, I'm also making the decision to be that person for her, which is yeah. completely it's it's a it's a it's a it's a very much of a of a high contrast to the conversation when he reacted to when Miranda brought it up to him. But this is Steve. This is Steve. This is the Steve that we know. This is the Steve that is is there for his wife and has chosen to be that man. Is it not? It is, you know, and Steve, and, 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 you know, he actually said that he said till death do us part. And so I really loved that. And I thought what was so beautiful was when Carrie said to Steve, Steve, don't you just want to see if you can find someone. Right. And I think she, like you said, Jay, I think she was also talking to herself, right? Like, Carrie, don't you want to find someone like the whole dating situation? But when she said, don't you think, you know, you're going to want to find someone, someone to love or date or whatever. And he literally said, no, till death do us part. And I don't know about you, Jay. I know about me. I think I know about some of the fans, but I I cried. Oh, I was a wreck. I was a wreck. I was a wreck. Not just because of what was going on, but the fact that it was Steve, it was so genuine. I, 
it touched me to the core. And I'm with you when you said earlier, this was beautiful writing, which is not something we have said a lot in the season. But this was the example of what we wanted. This is the example of what we've been saying. Give this to us. Because, guys, as as in love as we are with the Sex and the City universe. We we were so excited for the show. And and yes, there were some disappointments throughout the the, the episode. However, throughout the, the episodes since episode one, right? But um we have been saying we are here. We're watching your story. We're watching your production. But we need you to give us what this is right now don't don't give us sex in the city but 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 we're going to change a few things give us what we know and put it into perspective as to well this is what we're bringing you new with what you already know about the story and i feel like they did that with this writing and it was beautiful it was beautiful and honestly i feel like that's what makes this one of my favorite episodes because other like natasha um and solely because she was in it right this episode, I gotta say, they finally nailed it, right? The whole thing wasn't, like, you know, epic, but that writing with Steve, that writing with Dr. Naya Wallace yes. and her husband, you know, like, that dialogue, like, it was just yes. It was yes. It was yes. I agree. That's what we've been waiting for. That's the true <laughs> writing to Sex in the City. Absolutely. Those hard um, conversations. Yes, I, I absolutely agree. And if we would have gotten a lot of these since the beginning, I, I could have done with a lot less of those quirky, funny, you know, inserts here and there and more sure. of this because we know the ages of these characters. We know that life, it gets a little bit more serious. Yes, the humor is necessary, but we know that at this stage, situations get a little more serious and they have a different tone. And this is the tone that I was expecting in the show and they give it to us beautifully. Um, after all of this event, Carrie goes home and um, she stows away her ring. And um, yeah, that was that was definitely that close. Not just of a chapter. I think she closed the book. And you know when you, when you finish a book and you're ready to read the next one? I think that... <laughs> That capitalized in so many ways as to this Carrie is making these choices. She's making these decisions and and she knows this, the gravity of what she's what she's doing. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that might be a little far-fetched. Um, in no way do I think the writers planned this on purpose, but if they did, I'm with you. But I think Ooh. one of the reasons she put the ring away was because I'm remembering when Steve said till death do us part, right? Yes. I'm not taking this off till death do us part. In Carrie's situation, which I think she also internalized, death did them part. And that's what Steve said to her. Steve said, mm-hmm. you did l- you did live that dream of a marriage. You right. got your happy, your, your happily ever after till death did you part. So, and I think when Steve said, I will never take this off till death do us part, Carrie, you just live till death do us part. It's time to take it off, right? And that doesn't mean go out and date. That doesn't mean like forget. At that. all, yeah, at that all. That means you can you can lay your husband to rest. You can come to terms. You know, grief come to terms. So oh my God, you're making happening. me so emotional right now. This is no, crazy. But, but it's true, right? It, like, yes. You don't have to feel guilty. You yes. don't. You lived a wonderful life with that man. Till death does part. Now that ring can finally come off, right? Because. 
what, even when the ring fell in the drain, I felt like that was also symbolic to the whole, you know, it, it, it's time to, to take me off and put me away, right? Yes, yes. And I loved that when she did that, she picked up her phone and she said, hey, are you ready for strike three? Yes. Right? When yes. That, and it's not, I want my fans, well, our fans, right? To know that in no way are we advocating not grieving your husband, not grieving a loss, going back to dating. No, it's not of course that not. Date. This, it's the symbolism behind it. Yes. Big, I love you. I'm putting this away. I'm not ready to date, but I'm ready to start my life without you because that's all that's left. Yes, and I think I think we, if anything, we're more advocating to be let allowing the process to become natural because right. what what our what our problem with how the story was coming to us was uh, it was more of this is not organic. It sometimes felt rushed. But it sometimes felt like a little chilled back to where it wasn't being addressed. And then sometimes it felt like it was sort of like the the backseat to something else. It just did not feel organic. And I feel like this episode kind of kind of settled it in such a beautiful way. I, I This is what we wanted. We wanted her to organically get to wherever she feels that she's at. Just get there. We even yeah. if she even if her decision was never to text Peter, I think we would have been okay with it. Even if her decision was to continue to wear that ring, I think it was okay. We were okay with it. But this felt natural for her to navigate those feelings and lead her to where she is at. Yeah, yeah, it did, and I think that's why it worked so well. Yeah, that's why yeah. it was a great closing off. Yeah. Right. You know what? I, want, I I do have a question, Candace. Do you think that we're going to see that that next date with Peter in the last episode? I do. I do think we are. Um, I do. And, and, and to be honest, I hope that we do, because I'm not even looking at it in a sense of, oh, my God, a date. I'm looking at it in a sense of two people who were grieving, who are just ready to enjoy each other's company. Nothing sexual, nothing just, hey, you make me laugh. Hey, yes. you make me laugh. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. And that's what makes it even more beautiful. Yes, because he's hurting too. Oh, so yeah. I, that's why I think they're going to be a, a nice support system for each other. Yeah. That's the way I'm seeing it. And however that develops or however that doesn't doesn't develop, I think we're going to be able to be okay with it. Yeah, um, the Aiden, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, Peter's here for now, so we're going to deal with Peter. Um, the episode closes at the club. And <laughs> Carrie and Seema are at the club of the man that Seema met earlier. Um, and this time, there's no line, girl. We're not doing the line. We, we know the owner. They're VIP. They know the owner, and they're getting into that club. And I'm assuming it is a very, very happy belated birthday she wanted yeah. to go dancing she finally got to go dancing and you know i thought that was a great closeout and i thought so too and and you know what not to be cheesy but and just like that that was a <laughs> send off yeah i i agree it was, it, all of it made sense all of it all of it made sense it was a it was a great rap to that episode Oh, and and it was a great wrap to this episode, Candace. And with all the yeah. madness and the craziness that I've been going through over here, it's refreshing to be able to sit here with you and and record in the podcast. <laughs> it it gave me finally a good 
out take, uh, a good take on all of the messes going on in Kentucky. So thank you for doing this with me. Yes, and thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Please do not forget to tweet us at reversionized underscore FP on Twitter. Write to us, DM us, tweet us, engage with us. If you love these episodes, please let us know. If you have any questions, please let us know. We love doing these recaps for you guys every single week. And we look forward to hearing from you guys. So even though we are closing out this episode, we just want to give you guys a huge thank you. Thank you to all of our fans overseas, all of our fans here in the United States. We enjoy doing this for you guys. And, um, you know, we cannot wait till the next one. Oh, yeah, the finale. That's going to be beautiful. Thank you all so much. See you then.